today on the Potter's Touch. When all of the tribes of Israel were gathered around the tabernacle, there was only one way to get in. I am the way. No man cometh unto the Father, save he come by me. You open up the door, and the first thing you see is the bloody place. It's a place of sacrifice and death. If you can't get past here, the conversation is over. This instrument of execution is also the price of freedom. You cannot worship God without sacrifice. And it all happened at the front door of the tabernacle. Jesus had set his face to go to Jerusalem. Christianity opens up with blood and it closes with blood. From the red cord that Rahab the whore dropped out the window whereby the spies escaped. It's all about blood. The bloodline runs from chapter to chapter to chapter. It's an endless line. It's a bloody business. As soon as you open up the door, he don't show you heaven. He doesn't show you seven virgins. He doesn't show you a mansion in glory. As soon as you open up the door, he shows you the bloody place. Can I teach this thing? The bloody place is the place of sacrifice and death. If you can't get past here, the conversation is over. The first thing I see of God is blood. So that the first thing he sees of me is blood. The altar of sacrifice the brazen altar, as it is also called, is the place where lambs and goats or turtle doves, depending on the type of sin and depending on the level of the person who offered the sacrifice, was offered up. Put my brazen altar up there. I want to see it. I want them to catch a glimpse of it. This is the place. So as soon as I open up the door, I come into this obnoxious death chamber, this place of execution, this electric chair, this gas chamber, this instrument of execution is also the price of freedom. <clears throat> Let me start with its construction. It is bronze. It is bronze. It is metal that has been melted down and shaped for the death purpose. Let me ask you a question. Where in the world did a bunch of slaves get bronze? Well, 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 well. Where did they get bronze? How in the world did they afford 
to build these instruments. They were runaway slaves. I'll tell you what they built it off. They built it off of the gold and the brass and the silver of the Egyptians that they took on the night of the Passover. Oh God. When the Bible says that the wealth of the unjust is laid up for the just, God said, I'm going to take the wealth from over here and I'm going to do a transfer over here. It, it, it looks bad because in, in the Bible, you see, when the children of Israel were leaving Egypt on that night, they borrowed all the jewelry and the wealth of the Egyptians. They borrowed it. Sort of. They, they kind of borrowed it or, or they kind of stole it. Sort of. They borrowed it. Sort of. They stole it. Sort of. They didn't really borrow it. No. They didn't really steal it. No. They had worked 400 years for free. I don't have time to get in it in this setting. But you've learned enough about generational curses. You need to understand generational wealth. That some of the stuff that your grandmama and your great-grandmama and your great-great-grandmama never got paid for. That you are the chosen generation that God is going to restore unto you. The years that the canker worm and the palmer worm and the locust ate up. Holler at your boy if you hear me good. Somebody just walk around in a circle and come back and say, I'm walking in my grandmama's blessing. I'm walking in my great-grandpapa's blessing. I'm walking in Uncle Willie's blessing. I'm walking in Grandpa Smiley's blessing. Oh, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither have entered into the heart the things that God has in store. So this is, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I feel it, I feel it, it's getting thick in here, it's getting thick in here, it's getting thick in here, it's gonna get thick in here. I'm gonna tell you, God is the God of reparations. He's gonna give you generational blessings. You're gonna step into some stuff that don't even make any sense. 400 years is 10 generations of blessings and then the chosen generation stepped into a wealth. Somebody give me your coat. One of your brothers give me your coat. A couple of your brothers give me your coat. Two of you give me your coat. So when they left out of Egypt that night, there was too much wealth for them to carry. So they put it on the backs of their children and they had they had so much wealth on their children bent over that the children were bent over carrying the wealth, carrying the gold, carrying the silver down into the Red Sea. Come on, go with me. They carried them down generational blessings on your sons, on your daughters, on your children's children. This is the brass that built the altar.
center that made the sacrifice. It is a transfer. I declare to you this day, your sons and your daughters should be bent over with the press down, shaking together, running over. Bless it. Somebody give me 30 seconds of crazy crazy. marketplace out in the wilderness where there was no employment Moses raised an offering and it's the first time in scripture that the people brought so much he had to stop them from giving it is the giving of those people that provided the bronze some gave the bronze some gave their talent their artistry. Suddenly they understood what they went through as slaves was for a purpose. That they had learned something for their bondage that set them up for their liberation. It was good for me that I was afflicted. Oh God, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. It was good for me. God let me learn something in my captivity that lends itself to my liberty. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, my soul cries out. Yeah. 
Now let's go deeper. They shaped, they shaped the horns. These, these, are, these are the horns of the altar. These are the horns of the altar. The horns at the top of the altar is so that if you had an animal that was trying to get away, you would be tied to the altar. Tied to the altar. Listen, the world's next doctors, teachers, and pastors, presidents, rest in the hearts of our children. Through proper education, they can have the necessary tools to reach their destiny. By connecting with GPS, you can help young people around the world receive school supplies, uniforms, and computer training. Visit tdjpartners.org so together we can fulfill God's mandate to be His hand and provide compassion to others. order to be and reach your full potential in order to become all that God would have you to become that many many times God raises you to crush you now I want you to see why Jesus did not compare himself with apples or peaches or plums but he lifted up the wine and said this is me The tabernacle is important. It is the roots from which all that we believe stems from. I believe the power of the cross is not fully revealed until you understand why he came and what he is doing as a priest on earth and what he's doing for us in heaven. It explains Jesus. It reveals Jesus. It defines our relationship as being a part of the royal priesthood. We say those words. But intellectually and experientially, we never fully grasp what they mean because we don't really understand the tabernacle. The people don't know it. The preachers don't know it. So as we get older and we pass off the scene, if that revelation dies still in us, then we are failures. So I wanted to make this available for preachers and laity, for thought leaders and thinkers, for people who want to approach God, not just through the senses of their emotion, but with the absolute ability of the tool of your mind to intellectually discern and understand and comprehend with all saints who God is in you. This is important. It will enrich you, it will enhance you, and it will arm you with the kinds of credentials ministerially that you can minister anywhere and have the full assurance that your message is rooted in Judeo-Christian ethics and theology. When I started talking about freedom as a bloody business, history and theology clapped its hands in that one moment, causing us not only to appreciate how valuable it is to be free, but how both the natural and the spiritual collaboratively endorse the principle that anytime you see freedom, you will see blood somewhere behind. When you come in the door of the tabernacle, you run into the smell of death. Yes, sir. I want you to feel the hot Palestinian sun glaring down on your skin. There is no covering. This is direct sunlight. 
I want you to breathe in and smell the stench of flesh on fire. I want you to hear the screaming of innocent animals dying that you might live. I want you to understand that each man brought his own lamb, his own sacrifice. You raised something to kill. I want you to understand that it was required of each man to take his knife and slit the throat of the animal he had raised until you were bloody with the blood of the innocent animal that died that you might live. I want you to put your hands on the animal and I want you to feel the warm furry flesh and I want you to hold his head back and take your other hand and lift your knife and slit his throat because I want you to know how much it costs for you to be free. I want you to hold him until he stops jerking and shaking and quivering and screaming and I want you to see his blood gushing all down on your hands and on your clothes because I want you to know that freedom is a bloody business so that you won't take for granted the freedom that you have so that you won't get used to having fellowship with me so that you won't take for granted that you can come boldly to the throne of grace. I want you to hear that lamb scream and smell his flesh on fire. And know that this is what your sin cost. I want you to build a grate so that his blood can fall down into a pan. And as it falls down, there is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins. And sinners plunge beneath that flood. coming through the door with your sacrifice. Behold, he goeth as a lamb to his shearers. He has set his face to go to Jerusalem. You walk into the dying place. No man takes my life. Amen. 
I lay it. This is Christianity. This is not about positive thinking. <laughs> this is not about mental telepathy. This is Christianity. This is being bought out of the marketplace of being a slave to your own sin. And God says, I taught the what of it, I gotta teach the why of it. God says, I want you to feel the life going out of him. Because the life that's going out of him is going into you. It's going into you. So that now, the life that you now live in the flesh, you live by the faith of the Son of God who loved us and gave himself a ransom for me. He took my death so that his life could climb on top of me. To God be the glory. 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 The lamb, behold the lamb, the precious lamb. The lamb is me. The day you eat of the tree, thou shalt surely die. So when I laid my hands on the lamb, substitution, write that down, substitution occurred. The lamb is substitution for me. The lamb dies in proxy for me. He is a substitute for me. He is my replacement. He took my death I took his life and it all happened at the front door of the tabernacle. By the time, by the time, by the time I get through paying and offering up sacrifice because all of this was done because God wanted his children to feel the price of freedom. He wanted you to personally get in touch with the feeling of freedom. Later we're gonna talk about there are two goats, there are two sacrifices. One is killed and one is driven away. You lay hands on the one and pray your sins on the one and you cause him to run away. Okay, this is called, this is where we get the word scapegoat. Scapegoat is the goat escaped. Behold, go. He taketh away the sins of the world. That's what Jesus did. He took away your sins. He removed them. He didn't just pay for them. He paid for them on the cross, but he took them away. Behold, he taketh away the sins of the world. He is my scapegoat. What's that mean? It should have been me. Outdoors, with no shelter, and no clothes. Y'all don't hear what I'm talking about. 
Now, I know you're a nice little neat little church person, and you, you got a little title, and you're a missionary, and you're on the intercessories board, and I know you're on the deacon board, and you know in the choir that we ain't talking about that church foolishness. I'm talking about who you really are. I'm talking about Slick Willie, Dirty Danny, Freaking Freddy, Jumping Jimmy. Jesus took your place, paid the price for your secret sins. How can you not worship? I want to know how you can sit there with your lips glued together and act like you don't owe God everything. How can you not worship? Don't tell me you're not emotional. Don't tell me it's not necessary. God gave you breath. God gave you another chance. God gave you an opportunity. To God be the glory. Touch your neighbor and tell them freedom is a bloody business. 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 My freedom is a bloody business. My revelations is a bloody business. My liberty is a bloody business. My prayer life is a bloody business. My anointing is a bloody business. My calling is a bloody business. My gifts are a bloody business. My talent is a bloody business. Look at the price that was paid for me to have the luxury of coming into Potter's house this morning and blessing the name of God. They hung him high so I could run free. To God be the glory. When Jesus cried out on the cross, the bell in the temple was ripped. Even though they made mistakes that they could come boldly to the throne of grace, they got it. For your gift to the ministry of any amount, you will receive Bishop Jake's revealing teaching, access granted on CD, as well as a decorative art print. When Jesus came, humanity and divinity had a meeting in a tent. It reveals Jesus. It defines our relationship as being a part of the royal priesthood. And when your gift is $90 or more, you will receive this historic seven-message series, The Gospel Hidden in a Tent on DVD. At the entrance of light, darkness dispels because it was never real. You got a light. You got to shine your light too. However, when your gift is $140 or more, you will receive the single CD, seven message DVD set, art print, plus three books from the Immersed Reading Bible. If in Canada, visit us online or call to order your digital downloads today. Be rejuvenated and restored to tackle the world. What better way than a relaxing voyage to the Caribbean? The T.D. Jakes 2019 Faith and Family Cruise is the vacation you can't afford to miss. Bring your spouse for a romantic week on the Atlantic Seas, friends for a long overdue trip, or the family for a getaway to reconnect. We're not having Megafest next year because we're going on a cruise. Join Serena and I November 9th through the 16th, 2019 as we set sail from Fort Lauderdale to the Bahamas. 
Jamaica, the Grand Cayman Islands, and Key West. We have an itinerary filled with fun events created with you in mind. I hope we take over the entire boat. Reserve your spot today. The 2019 TD Jakes Faith and Family Caribbean Cruise. See you there. Feel free to reach out to us on social media and share your story of how God is impacting your life. We look forward to seeing you next time on The Potter's Touch.